Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2434. Good Things That Get Ruined When Taken to Extremes by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. And on Fridays, I answer your questions. Remember, you can send in a question by going to oldpodcast.com ask or just send an email to health at oldpodcast.com. Now, today is Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I like to share a little inspiration with you. So with that, here we go. Quote, the question should be, is it worth trying to do? Not, can it be done? Allard Lowenstein. All right, now that we're in the right frame of mind, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Good Things That Get Ruined When Taken to Extremes by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com It must be human nature. As a species, we're quite adept at taking something good and, in an effort to extract greater rewards from it, we manipulate it, mold it, stretch it to become a more extreme version of itself. And we screw it all up in the process, losing sight of what made it good in the first place. 1. Healthy Eating Making better food choices is good. Taking eating well to an extreme, like obsessing over every piece of food that passes your lips, is not, but it's a common progression. Someone starts making smarter food choices. They see positive results in the mirror and feel fantastic from their improved lifestyle. So they escalate their efforts. They avoid entire food groups, restrict calories to low levels for an extended period, label foods as good or bad, and feel guilty for eating the bad things. For many, unfortunately, these good behaviors gone extreme lead to binge eating, disordered eating habits, or full-blown eating disorders. Stress increases from constantly obsessing over food. Food must be earned through vigorous exercise. Something good, making better food choices and thereby improving health, body composition, and performance, was destroyed by taking it to an extreme, like obsessing over the food avoiding entire food groups, rigid dieting, and so on. What once made you feel great about yourself and provided positive benefits was twisted, contorted, and mangled into habits that are more stifling than rewarding and become difficult to break. Eating well is a worthy endeavor, but don't ruin it by taking it to an unhealthy extreme wrought with obsession and guilt. 
Two, exercise. Moving your body frequently is good. Strength training is great because it not only builds muscle, but it increases bone mineral density, which is particularly important for those that are female. It boosts confidence and provides a host of other benefits. Exercise should make you feel great about yourself. Make tasks of daily living easier. Provide positive health improvements. Build muscle and alleviate stress. But when taken to an extreme, its benefits are masked, like when you use exercise as punishment for eating something bad, because you missed a week of workouts, because you want to fix your flaws, or because you think being exhausted after a workout is mandatory. This extreme transition takes something that should have made you better, your life better, and destroys it. Exercise is great in frequent doses. We should all move our bodies in some form every single day. But make sure it's something that builds you up for all the right reasons. It should never be done as punishment. Three, minimalism. The concept applied to possessions, own what you need and what brings you enjoyment, is simple and appealing. I love having a clutter-free home and being able to find anything I need at a moment's notice. The way I practice minimalism, I buy what I need or what brings joy or improves the quality of my life. I've sold possessions I no longer used. I've whittled down expenses like removing satellite TV and expensive cell phone plans. I've sold my house and moved into a smaller home. These things improved my quality of life and our minimalist lifestyle actions. A minimalist approach is also tremendously beneficial when applied to strength training and nutrition. You focus on the few big things that must be done to produce the majority of the results you seek. Yet, some diehard lifestyle minimalists would scoff and say, I'm not doing minimalism right because, for example, I have a traditional coffee maker, a French press and grinder, and a nifty espresso maker. Pick one because you don't need more, some purists would say. I think they're missing the point of minimalism. It's not about owning less for the sake of owning less or paring down to what you need to survive and nothing else. It's about owning things that bring you joy, and I enjoy many different types of coffee. Some people lose the beauty of minimalism when they force it to an extreme. They get rid of every electronic. They refuse to have decorations or photos because it's deemed clutter or unnecessary. They constantly trim down their possessions and scrutinize every item they own. The goal is no longer distinguishing what you need and enjoy from the superfluous. It becomes about possessing as little as possible at the expense of all else. In this sense, minimalism has transitioned from something that improved their life, like less clutter, getting rid of rarely used items and saving money, to something that dominates it and perhaps makes their life more stressful from constantly scouring for things to get rid of. Maybe I need to get rid of my car. Maybe I I must get rid of every non-necessity. Maybe I only need one plate and a few pieces of silverware. And I would love to have that, but then it's another item on my what I own list. Minimalism can be good but it needn't be taken to an extreme to reap its benefits. And minimalism, in my opinion, looks different for everyone when the focus is on owning what you need and enjoy. So leave me and my three coffee makers alone. And four, self-improvement. Becoming a better human, staying true to your values, getting out of your comfort zone, and enhancing your life are worthwhile pursuits. The ugly side emerges when those good intentions turn into a never-ending journey of self-evaluation that sprouts a growing list of things you hate about yourself and want to change, or when you fall into the trap of thinking 
every single day of my life must be epic and crammed full of adventure worthy of posting to Instagram, or I'm a total failure. Becoming a better human and aiming to live a great life is good. Allowing that pursuit to consume every thought, thus leading you to think an average day is somehow a bad thing and that you must do some drastic blood-pumping activity every day, like go cliff jumping or bet all your savings on the big game because, you know, you only live once, is not. Self-help material and the ensuing journey can be good. Uncovering the meaning in your life and aligning your actions and priorities accordingly is good. Being a self-help junkie and trying to stay high on motivation is not. We need to enjoy the good things in life and the benefits they produce, and we need to stop trying to manipulate them to produce more, lest we screw it all up only to be left with more problems rather than meaningful results. You just listened to the post titled Good Things That Get Ruined When Taken to Extremes by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com and I'll be right back with my commentary. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. We know the saying, everything in moderation. Sounds boring, right? But it truly is often the best advice. Nia's post today highlighted the extremes we may go to to get the results we want. Unfortunately, this can throw our lives out of balance. So the everything in moderation idea, although it may sound boring on the surface, can be the trick to keeping our lives in balance. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.